everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories. I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. Hello from California. It's a beautiful, sunny summer's day, 80 degrees outside. And all I can think about is how much I want to be spending the day on the beach. But I'm going to do something else that's very fun and tell you a story the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You may know it. It's one of the most popular stories ever written in the English language. And it's also my daughter's favorite. I've told it probably 500 times in the past six months. I'm not kidding. I've changed it in a crazy number of ways, elaborated. Um, It's gotten to the point where I've given the bears funny hairdos and Goldilocks different outfits. I've altered the ending. But today you're going to get a very normal version of the story. Not the original by any means but a version that's been adapted to modern American English. After all, it was written in the 1800s by an author named Robert Southey, and he was British. So, of course, it made sense to adapt it to American English. To amp up your learning experience, I've selected phrasal verbs, expressions, collocations, and a number of other fun things and inserted them into the storyline. So listen carefully. There's so much to be learned for an intermediate or advanced English learner. Now, this story has been around for a long time. And over the years, it's changed in a number of different ways. One of the original versions is odd (laughs) and morbid. And I want to share it with you, so be sure to stay tuned until the very end to hear how that weird original version went. But before we dive into today's normal story, you should know that this tale offers more than just 20 minutes of casual listening. Two very challenging tenses for non-native English speakers can be heard everywhere throughout the audio. These tenses are the past perfect and the present perfect continuous. You're also going to hear the third conditional. I know a lot of you are listening and thinking, oh my God, what are you talking about? I have no idea what those are. In a nutshell, we use the past perfect when talking about two events in the past. It helps us understand the order of those events. For example, Goldilocks had eaten the porridge before the bears arrived. We understand that Goldilocks ate the porridge first, and then the bears arrived second. She had eaten the porridge before the bears arrived, right? Two events in the past. You'll recognize the past perfect in this audio when you hear had plus the past participle. Had done, had gone, had been, had eaten. For example, the present perfect continuous, on the other hand, is a recent continuous event with no ending, right? No ending. We often 
use this actually, and you'll hear this many times used in the story, to accuse someone of something that they've done. For example, you'll hear Papa Bear say, Someone has been eating my porridge. Someone has been sitting in my chair. Someone has been sleeping in my bed. Has been, plus the verb ing ending, is the present perfect continuous. It's totally okay if you do not feel comfortable using these tenses yet. It's great to have this audio and to be able to practice with it, listen to it multiple times, and I promise in a future episode we'll dive deeper into these tenses. But for now, just listen. If you would like the full transcript and definitions of the challenging terms you hear today, be sure to sign up to premium content for season three or to all premium content. You'll find links for those in the episode notes, as well as on the website at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Without any further ado, this is the story of Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Once upon a time, there was a cottage in the middle of the woods, and three bears lived inside of it. There was a great big papa bear, a medium-sized mama bear, and an itty-bitty baby bear. The bear family lived happily out in the wilderness. They often took morning strolls to look for honey and berries, and on fine spring days, they'd splash around in a nearby lake. One morning, Mama Bear got up and prepared some porridge for breakfast. Porridge was Baby Bear's favorite. Oats warmed on the stove with milk and honey. Delicious. But on that particular morning, it was much too hot to eat, and so the three bears took a walk outside while it cooled. Meanwhile, on the other side of the woods, a young girl named Goldilocks awoke to the sound of a rooster. She crawled out of bed, put on a blue and white checkered dress, slipped on a pair of shoes, and went outside. At a distance, she could see her mother feeding chickens, and her mother smiled at her as she approached. Good morning. I was just coming to wake you up. Your father and I are going to grab some milk and bread in the village. Can you stay put and feed the chickens? Goldilocks nodded. Her mother added, We'll be back in a jiff. Oh, and whatever you do, do not go into the forest alone. Goldilocks was a beautiful young girl who, like her name, had long golden locks that hung past her shoulders. She loved her curly hair. When she walked, the curls would bounce up and down, up and down. By nature, Goldilocks was also a very curious girl. Every time her mother warned her about the forest, she grew more determined to find out what was in it. Why was her mother so afraid? Were there mysterious creatures inside? Dangerous animals, perhaps? That morning, she couldn't wait any longer. When her parents left, she took off towards the woods, occasionally skipping out of excitement as she went. She admired the tall birch trees, the beautiful flowers, and some playful squirrels. 
Goldilocks was not paying attention to her whereabouts. And before she knew it, she was deep in the woods. She realized she hadn't eaten breakfast or drunk any water before leaving, and her tummy rumbled. She'd wandered so far that she was growing tired. She was lost. I'm so hungry and thirsty. How did I get so turned around? She said to herself. At that moment, Goldilocks' eyes lit up. Just a stone's throw away was a stone cottage and smoke was billowing out of the chimney. Goldilocks walked straight towards the front door and knocked. Hello? Is anyone home? She yelled. But there was no response, so she knocked harder. Hello? Anyone home? Still, no answer. She walked over to the window, stood on her tiptoes, and peered through the frosty glass. There was no sign of movement inside, so she hurried back to the front door and turned the knob. To her surprise, it was unlocked. The door slowly creaked open, and she stepped inside. Just beyond the entryway was the interior of the most charming home she'd ever seen. There was a cozy living room with bookshelves and a large grandfather clock. Just next to it, she could see a big stone fireplace with a fire. It was clear that someone had been there recently. Right then, a sweet smell wafted in her direction, and she walked towards it. On the kitchen table, aside a vase of fresh yellow flowers, were three bowls of porridge, filled to the brim. There were spoons as well, and three little cups of water, untouched. The sight of it all made Goldilocks' stomach growl. Who in their right mind would leave breakfast on the table and not even take a bite? She sat down warily, eyeing the spoon, and then picked it up. She loved porridge, and that long walk in the woods had made her hungry. Surely, no one will notice if I take one little itsy-bitsy bite, she thought. She took a bite from Papa Bear's great big bowl. Ay! she screamed as she spit it out and dropped the spoon. It burned her tongue. The porridge was much too hot. Only then did she see that there was steam coming from it. She looked over to Mama Bear's medium-sized bowl which had a good helping of porridge inside. She grabbed Mama Bear's spoon and put a spoonful of it in her mouth. Ugh! she exclaimed as she dropped the spoon to the floor. Whoever was eating this porridge must be on a diet. It's made with water and too much. Then she moved to the smallest bowl of all. It was steamy, but not too steamy. It looked just right. So she grabbed her spoon and dug in. Mmm, she said, smiling. Baby Bear's porridge hit the spot. It was lightly sweetened, warm, creamy, and comforting. It was exactly what she was looking for. She took one bite, then another, then another, and before she knew it, she had gobbled up 
everything inside. Goldilocks set the empty bowl back on the table and leaned back in her chair. She was getting tired. At that moment, she noticed that there were three chairs next to the fireplace. They looked very inviting. Much more comfortable, at least, than the one she was currently sitting in. So she made her way towards them. The chairs sat in a circular formation around the fireplace. There was a great big chair that belonged to Papa Bear, a medium-sized chair that was Mama Bear's, and a little chair that Baby Bear normally sat in. She walked straight towards Papa Bear's chair, which was the most enticing. The fabric on it was emerald green velvet, and it was the biggest of all, with a high back and big arms. It looked so cozy, but when Goldilocks sat down, she cried, Ouch! This chair is much too hard! She hopped up and walked over to Mama Bear's medium-sized chair. Mama Bear's chair had a nice floral print on it, with ruffles on the bottom. Goldilocks sat down and immediately sank into the cushion. Oh no, this chair is much too soft, she cried. She struggled to get out of Mama Bear's chair. Perhaps that small chair will be better, she thought. So she walked over to the smallest chair of all. It was a red wooden rocking chair, and Goldilocks plopped into it. She smiled. This chair is just right. She rocked back and forth and back and forth when she felt the legs of Baby Bear's chair start to wobble. And suddenly, they collapsed underneath, and she crashed to the floor. Oh dear, cried Goldilocks as she looked at the many pieces of splintered wood on the floor. There's no way I can fix this. Maybe after a nap, she thought. Feeling rather exhausted, Goldilocks walked up the wooden staircase to the three bears' bedroom, and she saw three beds in a row. Closest to her was Papa Bear's great big bed. In the middle was Mama Bear's medium-sized bed. And on the far side of the room stood an itty-bitty bed that belonged to Baby Bear. She walked over to the largest bed and hopped on. It was as hard as a rock. How could anyone possibly sleep in this bed, she thought. Then she walked over to the medium-sized bed and crawled in. She scrunched up her face. Like Mama Bear's chair, this bed was much too soft. So soft, she could barely get back out. The last option was the third little bed. It was neatly made with a stuffed teddy bear sitting on top. Goldilocks threw the teddy bear aside and got in, laying her head on the pillow and pulling the covers up to her chin. Baby Bear's bed was just right. It was so comfortable that she started to doze off. Soon enough, her eyes closed firmly, and she was fast asleep. The three bears who were out walking were getting hungry, so they returned home. Almost immediately, they could tell that something was up. Had they left the door ajar? No, Papa Bear was certain he had closed it before heading out. Mama Bear peeked her head around the door, but nothing 
seemed out of place. So they all walked inside. Papa Bear walked straight to the kitchen, washed his hands, and sat down at the table. Then he looked down into his great big bowl. One big spoonful had been taken from the middle, and his spoon was on the floor. In his great big voice, he roared, Someone has been eating my porridge. Mama Bear examined her bowl, noticing that a big bite was also missing. She said in her medium-sized voice, Someone has been eating my porridge. Just then, Baby Bear, who was sitting in his little chair, stared into his itty-bitty bowl and had an astonished expression on his face. There was not one oat left in his bowl, nor one drop of milk. In his little tiny voice, he said, Someone has been eating my porridge, and they've eaten it all up. The whole family was upset. They walked out of the kitchen and into the living room where the three chairs were. Papa Bear, who arrived first, noticed that a pillow that had been sitting on his chair had been thrown to the side. In his great big rough voice, he growled, Someone has been sitting in my chair. Mama Bear was about to sit down in her chair when she saw a peculiar imprint in the seat cushion and cried out in her medium-sized voice, Someone has been sitting in my chair. Meanwhile, Baby Bear sat on the floor and pouted. Someone has been sitting in my chair, he exclaimed in his itty-bitty voice, and they've broken it into a million pieces. They were certain that an intruder had broken into their home. Could it be that the intruder was still inside? They weren't sure. The three bears walked upstairs to the bedroom. Once again, Papa Bear commented on the fact that he'd closed the bedroom door before leaving. Now, it was slightly open. He walked inside fearlessly and saw the covers of his bed pulled down. In his great big voice, he said, Someone has been sleeping in my bed. Mama Bear's bed was in complete disarray. The pillows were smashed down. The blankets were in a bunch. And she cried in her medium-sized voice, Someone has been sleeping in my bed. Baby Bear walked slowly to his little bed and looked at the lump under the covers. Someone has been sleeping in my bed, he screamed in his little frightened voice. And she's still here. Baby Bear's shrill scream woke Goldilocks from her sleep, and she leapt out of the little bed in shock. When she looked up, she saw three angry bears standing by her bedside. By no means did she want to get in a face-off with a bunch of bears. No doubt they'd gang up on her, so she acted quickly. Maybe it was adrenaline, maybe it was fear. Either way, Goldilocks ran at the speed of light down the stairs and towards the front door. She wiggled the knob, but it was locked from the inside. So she ran to the kitchen window, propped it open, and squeezed out. Papa Bear was on her tail, but Goldilocks made it out in the nick of time. As she fell from the window onto the dewy grass below, her heart raced. Could she outrun a bear in the wild? 
Baby bear, maybe. But mama and papa bear, no way. If they caught up, she was dead meat. The thought of it made Goldilocks jump to her feet. There was no time to fool around now. She ran as fast as she could into the woods and never looked back. The three bears never saw Goldilocks again. Goldilocks wished she had never stepped foot in the bears' home. She wished she had never eaten their porridge or slept in their beds. However, the damage was done. As they say, hindsight is 2020. When Goldilocks made it home, she was disheveled. Her tights were ripped, her dress was stained, and her shoes were muddy on the inside and out. Her parents had made it home before her and watched as she stumbled in, wiping tears away from her cheeks. Goldilocks recounted the story of the bears, the porridge, the broken chair, and the beds to her parents, who listened patiently. When she finished her story, they looked at her in disbelief. Then, after what seemed like an eternity, her mother looked into her eyes and said, I told you not to go into the forest. We have a proverb in English that is, curiosity kills the cat. It's often used as a warning or as a reminder that being too curious can get you into serious trouble. Goldilocks' parents could have said this proverb before her incident in the woods, like before she actually entered, before they went to the grocery store. Remember, Goldilocks, curiosity killed the cat. Don't do anything stupid. Instead, she was imprudent. In other words, she acted quickly without considering the consequences. She was imprudent. She was poorly mannered. In other words, she had bad manners. She helped herself to a home that was not her own and food of others without asking permission. She was intrusive. So she was not invited into this bear's house. She broke in. She was an intruder. She was being intrusive. There are a number of other adjectives I could use to describe Goldilocks, but let's give her a break. (laughs) She most definitely learned her lesson. In the beginning, I mentioned that this story has multiple original versions, and I'd like to share one of them with you. One of the original versions, I'll call it the adult version, the rated R version, had Goldilocks as an old woman who didn't accidentally come across the cottage, but deliberately sought it out. She was looking for it, and she tried to break into the bear's home. The bears in the story weren't nice, or as nice, as Papa, Mama, and Baby Bear. They were described as massive and ferocious. When they came home to find that the old woman had made herself at home, that she'd eaten their porridge, broken their chair, and was still sleeping in their bed, they chased her down. But unlike the version I just told you today where Goldilocks got away, in this adult rated R version, the old woman was caught by the bears. And in a normal situation when bears 
would catch a human, we would say they mauled her, M-A-U-L. So to maul is when an animal attacks something and tears it into small pieces. These bears did not maul this old woman. As a punishment, the vicious bears impaled her. They threw the old woman on top of a steeple at St. Paul's Cathedral. So she was skewered like a shish kebab. Gross, right? (laughs) No wonder that this version of the story didn't stick around. So disturbing. Anyway, yeah. So what's the moral of this story? The, The one I told with Goldilocks. Is it listen to your parents? Don't go into the woods alone? What do you guys think? Feel free to share your thoughts on our Instagram page at American English Podcast. And yeah, I'd love to hear from you. That's it for today's episode. If you are stuck at an intermediate level and really want to start seeing progress with your language skills, consider signing up to premium content. For this episode, you'll have the transcript, definitions for challenging terms and phrases, a quiz, and some worksheets that will help you hone in on the past perfect and present perfect continuous. I want you to be able to use the past perfect in your stories and the present perfect continuous as well when talking about recent events. And so I've simplified it for you. I know you'll find it much easier than just by listening to this episode. You can find the link to season three premium content or all premium content in the episode notes and on the episode webpage. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Lock your doors. And until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.